Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Right now, where we sit, it is the end of summer and temperatures are crazy high all over the place. Attitudes are wonky, dreams are bizarre, timelines are shifting, and we're about to vent about all of that. So grab a seat, join us. You're here with the crew of OMG. The podcast. Welcome back, y'all. Who wants to start with their craziness? Because what's been going on lately is off the charts. I can throw a few things out that maybe will resonate with some people out there. Strange occurrence. The other night I woke up from a really anxiety-ridden, stressful dream and bit off every one of my fingernails down to the bloody nub. I could not go back to sleep. I was worried about everyone and everything. Been having a little anxiety, been having a lot of visions of bad things happening, and I think it all comes from a stress core because I'm pretty positive and optimistic overall. I think we're getting downloads. I think we're getting tweaks and God taps. And today we're just here to share our experiences. So who's next? Well, I can share my mess up of the day of being three hours ahead, three and a half, actually, of our next guest that we're going to have on the show. So it's just been, energy has just been crazy. And I feel like that Lionsgate uh, portal was really strong for a lot of people. And, you know, Chandra and I do the Woo Woo Fridays and do our readings and everybody was focused on career and job stuff. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty weird because that's what I've been focused on too. And then I had a client yesterday and that's what she's focused on. It's like, what should she do for her career and money and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's a theme right now. So, you know, if you're thinking about that kind of stuff, that's going to create a lot of collective stress for not only yourself, but for everybody else too. Cause I know I've been feeling that push. And so I decided to go back to school cause that would be fun. Right. <laughs> she got froggy and she jumped y'all. <laughs> I jumped and within five days, like everything fell into place for registering for classes, getting financial aid. I mean, it was just like, bam, bam, bam. So I feel like that's where I'm supposed to be right now. Mm-hmm. So if everybody is focused on career, then there's a stability, security, kind of a feeling of lack of that particular feeling. People don't feel secure. So they're, what about my career? Am I going to keep my job? Am I going to get a new job? Is this new thing going to work out? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why they're so focused on it. Will my job even be relevant as the world blows up around me? Right. and. So, yeah, Brenda's three hours early for the interview. We thought she that the person was in Central Time, and she's really in Pacific Time. So there's there's that, and on Eastern Standard, y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> and this morning as well, I drive to Brenda's house three times a week. I mean, come on. This morning, I missed my turn. I missed my exit. 
I had to go like uh, up and around and back down and then around again and back down. It took me like a 15 minute drive took me 45 minutes this morning because I just could not get oriented to where I physically was and where I needed to go. Even muscle memory is off. Mm -hmm. For sure. Absolutely. And I mean, it was, um, it was one of those things where it just makes you so nervous and so angst up. You know, you're feeling all the things. You're feeling like, how stupid am I? How could I let this happen? I know better than this. You know, and it was wild. That energy was, was very strong. So I was listening to Joanna, the healer, who is going to be our guest, but I am, you are all here for three and a half hours early. <laughs> and I was listening to her latest one on the God stuff, and it talked about how if we don't heal the stuff within ourselves, that it projects into the outer world and vice versa. So our job is to work on creating what we want inside of ourselves. And I know I've been like so stressed out. and. I don't know if collectively I'm like contributing to everybody else's like stress and I don't know how to get that under control so that I don't feel stressed, like how to heal that within myself or that anxiety, because that's what she talked about. Like the only work we can do is to work on ourselves because then that affects the collective and helps everybody else. If everybody would just focus on doing their own stuff. Absolutely. And with seven planets retrograde and Mercury about to join them, I mean, that is a time to go within and go with the flow as much as possible. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been working on in therapy lately. <laughs> Hashtag doing the work, as they say, is protecting my peace. And so because I easily stress out tons of control issues as like coping mechanisms and whatever. And um, a lot of mine has kind of been about like creative stuff and like writing and things like that now that like school <laughs> oh my god it starts back tomorrow send prayers and prosecco mm -hmm. um thankfully I'm not with kids for another week but and i mean no one wants to be a middle school teacher anyways but in north carolina it's like real bad and so my school specifically i think over the summer has lost eight people like they've left like teachers yeah Wow. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Did they replace them? Mm -mm. <gasps> some of them, some like maybe two of them, but one of the replacements that got hired already quit. So that tells me <laughs> that we, the teachers who are there, are going to be covering a lot of classes during our planning periods. Yeah. It tells me that the kids are going to be wild because there's not that consistency. There's not a person that's there, the same person every day. It's difficult enough to get substitutes because who wants to be a substitute teacher? And so on my team of teachers, there's like four people. It's myself who teaches English and then a social studies teacher, a math and a science teacher. The science and math teachers both left within the last two weeks. So it's me and the history teacher and oh two God. open positions. Like it's bananas. So I'm trying to remember that as everything's crumbling and on fire around me, that I can only control what I can control. And that's really not shit. So I'm, I'm right. kind of learning through all this, like through the Lionsgate and stuff to really um surrender like and just try to surrender control i'm gonna loan you a spirit as, guide as a former teacher i i feel the anxiety i'm like i can't breathe right now i'm like oh my god how are you gonna do this yeah how oh, are yeah. your fellow teachers gonna do this because it's been years since i've been in the classroom but i know that anxiety and oh my god 
protection bubbles and everything for you. Thank you. Because yeah, it's going to be a rough year. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This is Chandra, and it's funny that you were talking about trying to control because because of Joanna the Healer and, and her last her last video. She was talking about rigid thinking and and surrendering. So I just started journaling on like rigid thinking on the things that are my absolute. Like I have to do this. And it's funny because everything when I got down to the bottom came back to fear of failure. Mm-hmm. And fear of failure means if I succeed, then I've controlled every piece and every yeah. everything that can happen. And so it's it's really fear of, of loss of control. Mm-hmm. Amen, sister. Preach. So that energy's in the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of energy. Wow, um, it that said, was, yes, I am in the room. God. And little notification alerts also are stressful, right? Like, yes, it could be a text message. It could be a vibration. It could we, we're good. We still recording. Yeah. Okay. I don't know okay. what just happened. It was uh, really weird. A God tap. Spirit said, yeah. spirit said, y'all ain't got no control. So just sit down and relax. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I think maybe that's kind of like a theme is what I'm hearing from mm-hmm. each person. Like whether it's creative stuff or the personal stuff, career stuff, whatever is like, Really not in control of it. Chana thought she was in control of how she was getting to Brenda's this morning, but she accidentally went around her ass to get her a belly button. Evidently, <laughs> evidently. <laughs> we make plans and spirit laughs. Right. <laughs> but it seems like it's not just us. Right. Like you were saying, when we do the Friday things, you know, we, we chat a little bit and, and people are, are commenting and stuff, and it, it's everybody. It's like everybody feels flipped over. Like not just. Yeah. Not just affected, but just turtle on the back. Yeah, completely 180 and not know what to do about it. So, yeah, to Cam's point, everything's in retrograde. We just had the 8-8, the Lionsgate portal. There was a new moon during the Lionsgate portal, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just... It was a full moon, right? It was... Because we're at the new moon It right was now. the full moon during the portal, and now we're in the new moon. Oh, come okay. Ago, so. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So that way energy had to be. And um, it was a super full moon too. Yes. Yeah. And it so was. Giddy up y'all. And it wasn't the blue moon, but it was the first of this month is going to have two moons, mm-hmm. two full moons. And like, what do we think is collectively going on for everybody to be feeling this, you know, s- scarcity mindset, this lo- loss of security to be so concerned about that, to be so concerned about Losing control, lack of control, not being able to you know, forge where your life is going and having to surrender to that. Like, what's the impetus for all of this? Well, this is Brenda Sue here, and I got some thoughts on that. <laughs> so I think that we are Shocker. all. I know, right? I think we are all upgrading. Mm-hmm. And energetically, as more people raise their vibration, then that's felt collectively like we were talking about earlier. So, you know, I'm raising my vibration, you're raising yours, and maybe that person isn't. So that's why we're feeling like everything is shifting and changing and nothing is going to be the same if we allow it. So we got to let go of these things that we think that we have control over and just like let it go. So that's why I think it's coming up so much right now because it's important to let that shit go. Yes, mm-hmm. I was going to say, when, as you both were talking earlier, I just kept getting the word purge, mm-hmm. like not, not like the horror movie, but, you know, like getting rid of 
these issues around like control or a scarcity mindset or safety and security. It's all limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like the, that we are in control is a limiting belief. 100%, exactly. Yeah. And that we, I mean, you know, we don't have control over anything. The only control you have is over your reaction to things. Right. So you can't control the outer world. You can only control your inner world. And that's where, that's the work that Joanna's talking about doing, you know, about Shadow heal, yes, healing yourself. Right. And let's assume, let's assume that's exactly what's happening, that everyone is, energy is changing, energy is leveling up. Well, your body has, is going to have to get used to that. It's going to, there's going to be a different energy. It's going to have to incorporate and learn how to function on that new energy. And there are all kinds of symptoms that can come with that. And one of them is like brain fog, not remembering things, feeling like you're going crazy, like your thoughts aren't matching your the actions that you want to take. That can really mess with your mind if you are not cognizant of actually what's going on. You know, once you know, you can go, okay, okay, spirit. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just leveling up here. Let's, you know, let's work on the chemistry. Let's get it right, please. Mm-hmm. But I think that kind of amplifies because you just, you just feel so, you feel so out of control. Um, to this, this whole conversation, before we started recording this episode, Allie pulled a card and read us sort of the, the definition and the meaning of it. And it's a beautiful card, but we're all like, Okay, you know, and so it didn't like resonate. And I think it was Rower Cam, one of you said, Well, maybe it'll make sense later. And Allie, like her eyes just lit up as you were both talking and is pointing in the book. And it's like, Holy crack a doodle. So would you read like that portion that you just like pointed out to me, Allie? Because I was spot on. Yeah. So um, the oracle deck that I have is the Celtic Tree Oracle. And I pulled the Hawthorne and. It says, Hawthorne in a reading. Hawthorne asks you to spend some sacred time in preparation for a meaningful birth experience. You are encouraged to clean up your act, let go of what no longer serves you, and treat your body, mind, and soul with sacred respect. This is a time for spring cleaning, which not only applies to your home and work environment in your garden, but also to your inner environment. And I've been treating myself with pizza, wine, and caffeine, dang it. Amen, sister. Well, before the past three weeks, I have had the urge to just like, Every drawer, every closet, things I haven't touched in Good a year. Look out. Yeah. Trash can, trash can, trash can. I mean, it's like, it's like a physical need to do this. That I'm, I'm having a craving to clean our baseboards. Oh, what my the Lord. hell? Clorox Who wipes are great for that. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, they are. Okay. But I, like, I magic erased our countertops in the kitchen the night, and I was like, who is this? It's like, oh, it's because you're 30, bitch. You know, like, that's just what you do now. And I was looking at deep cleaning videos on YouTube. <laughs> I've been following Swedish death cleaning on Facebook, and it's brilliant. Wait, I watch you? Hoarders to scare myself. Me too. <laughs> also, my 600-pound life to scare myself, but that's another episode. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of this energy that's kind of <laughs> off the charts, the other night I was kind of just sitting there thinking about it, and the word radical came into my mind. And the first thing I remembered was radical forgiveness. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about why everything seems so radical. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us here on the OMG podcast. And today we were talking about just crazy energy and everybody experiencing really a kind of off the chart kind of 
things that are way out of the out of the norm. And we were talking about how that feels so radical. The the shift in the energy is like the timelines merging and and the whole thing. So just out of curiosity, I sat down with well, because radical forgiveness was what popped into my mind. And a lot of us have done the radical forgiveness worksheet. Like we did it at a little party somewhere. So, you know, we're all kind of familiar with that concept. And uh, so, you know, radical forgiveness. What else is radical? How many things out there are radical? You guys, radical behaviorism, radical empathy, radical acceptance, radical forgiveness, radical inclusion, radical honesty, radical healing, radical kindness, love, obedience, passivism, and universalism. And that was just me going, radical A, search, radical B, search. And so that's six, that's 12 items, 12 things that identify itself as radical. So extreme is another buzzword too. Everything is amped up. Yeah. Yeah. So why is everybody associating or resonating with radical extreme right now? I mean, rhetorical question, obviously, but it's powerlessness. Yeah. I get also that it, if something is radical, it feels like it's like, you're just, you're taking the bull by the horns. Like you're in charge of it or you're in control of it. So I'm radically forgiving this person for doing this to me, or I'm radically empathizing with this person and their experience or whatever. And so it kind of like, I don't know, like tickles your ego, I guess, in a good way. Like you're like, well, I get that you forgave her, but did you radically do it? (laughs) So does that go back to the issue of control and thinking that we have control and maybe we all feel like we're losing control. So that's why everything has become so extreme and radical because the collective is trying so hard to hold on to control. Mm -hmm. And we feel like we have to do it radically to do it. Mm -hmm. Like we have to do it times 10 for it to quote unquote take or whatever Mm -hmm. to count. Yeah. I feel that deeply. So where does that come from? Like within yourself, because I think we have to look at that first. How do we all get to the point where control is that necessary for us to feel safe? Right. Where does that come from? Um, So I looked up the definition of radical and according to the Oxford Dictionary, in an adjective form, it means especially of change or action relating to or affecting the fundamental nature of something far reaching or through a radical overhaul of the existing regulatory framework. Mm. So that's the adjective. Then the second thing says advocating or based on thorough or complete political or social change representing or supporting an extreme or progressive section of a political party, then the noun for radical is a person who advocates through or complete political social reform or a member of a political party or a part of a party pursuing such aims. And then it says chemistry, a group of atoms behaving as a unit in a number of compounds. So radical has so many definitions. But that very first one that you read sounds like 
what we're all going through. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. The, go, the, go home. And the change and the, the change and the up leveling. And so that makes sense. I was doing some shadow work the other day and I've come to identify that there are certain things in my life that I'm very, very firm on. Mm-hmm. Like when I do something, even if it's fun, it has to have an outcome. Like the things that I consider fun are like a DIY project, mm-hmm. but that has to have an outcome. You know, it's going and get a massage, but that's relaxation that has an outcome. Right, right. You know, it's not just like going and laying in the hammock. Mm. It's not a thing that shuts me down for a moment and lets me relax. For it to be fun, I have to have an outcome. So I was kind of journaling on that, like, why am I so rigid about this? And what I got is it came back to fear of failure. And I did a couple of other ones just, you know, because I'm I'm trying to do the work. And every one of them, after asking, like, what, what is this? Why is this? Where does this live? What does it come from? Everything got back down to fear of failure. Like, I did three or four of them. Every one of them came back to fear of failure. Wow. And that's control. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. So maybe that's the collective energy right now. That's, like, what we need to work through as individuals and then as society on as a whole. I mean, could it be that collectively we're getting close to surrender? And this is the last vestige of the meat suit going, no, no. Exactly. That that it's just holding on for dear life and it's making us all feel Mm -hmm. said way. Yeah. Yeah, I think 100% that is possible. Buckle up, buckaroos. You know, it's either on on the wagon or you're off. And it's, I don't know. I, well, a lot of what you just were talking about, Chandra, really resonates with me. And I think there's like a component where like, I'm very like, you know, be kind to people. And I teach my kids all the time. Like you can't control what others do or say. You can only control yourself or whatever. But all of us have like judgments attached to things. Right. Oh, yeah. And so whether it's around finances or around appearance or whatever. And so I, <laughs> I think we talked about it on the podcast, but I have moved back to my hometown, which is very small. And I love it. But we don't have like a Target, you know, we don't have a Starbucks <laughs> and things like that. We have a Walmart. So I find myself at the Walmart sometimes that I need things, which I don't really enjoy. But there's, you know, there's people like I've been in Target before and somebody, like, it'll be like a bunch of loud kids running by or something. Right. And then the mom's like, we ain't at Walmart right now. You need to stop. You know, like, and so there's just this joke of like, you know, whatever. But I was in Walmart yesterday and I had to go pick up a couple things. And there were just so many people there. That it felt, I mean, it was a Saturday too, but there were so many people there that it felt like as I was moving past them, there was like this sludge. Residue. Like this residue, this muck, Mm. this grunge that was coming off of them that there were just, and I didn't mean, I don't mean this as like a, I'm vibrating higher than them or I, it's like, it's not coming from a place of ego, but I think deep, deep down it is in a way. Because it's me putting judgment on them when their journey is totally different from my own. Right. But mm-hmm. there were so many people who like had babies on their hips or they had, you know, an elderly person. They were like wheeling around in a wheelchair or whatever. And they just were angry. Like, and they were yelling at their kids and all this like disorder and disease. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like how awful that must feel. 
but then are you just numb to it? You know, I don't know. Go ahead, Brenda. So I was listening to a reader on YouTube. I believe it was sometime this week or it may have been last week. And I don't remember her name, so I can't give her credit. I'm sorry. But she was talking about how she sees aura and sees energy when she mm-hmm. goes into places. And she was talking about going into Walmart versus mm-hmm. going into Costco. Sure. And she said when she goes into Walmart, everybody has all these crazy colors and there's like all of this movement and energy. And when she goes into Costco, every, into Costco everybody's gray. And she said it's so weird because she can't see them. Wow. Isn't that weird? Mm, but I can see creepy. that because what's that? That's kind of creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But like Costco has a, a certain, you know, it has a certain order to it. Right. And yes. so does Target has a certain demographic, I guess maybe it's the right word. Sure. And then Walmart has a demographic or, you know, different stores create yeah. like what they want to bring into their store. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. And for you to feel that, the energy in there, I think, is probably on point. Yeah. The well, chaos and the sludge and mm-hmm. yeah, what this, everybody's dealing with. Yeah. This is Chandra, and it, it totally resonates with me. There's a person in my family who is just chronically depressed, just kind of comfortable in their misery, let's say. Yes. And it's gotten to the point where it is physically painful. To be in the in their presence, mm-hmm. like I used to be able to like, do my aura bubble and make it through a visit, but now it's just like I get I get nervous, even with my energy protected. It, it starts this like buzzing in my stomach, mm-hmm. like I, I have to get out of that room. Yeah, and that that's sad. It's like I I want to do the work. I want to level up. Mm-hmm. I want to explore my spirituality. I want to awaken. But there's a consequence to it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think back to this like concept of purging. Like I was, I had a really good therapy session this week, but we were in it. We were talking about kind of purging relationships that no longer work or serve, like serve each other. Because, you know, you may have a friend or a family member in that example that like they are subconsciously most likely, but very attached to this victim mentality. And so my therapist is like, you know, I have clients all the time who are like, you know, this is, you know, what I'm going through, whatever. Like, let's say it's a a woman and she's in like a shitty relationship with her husband. Right. And so the woman's like, you know, and he's just horrible. And he like, you know, forgot my birthday and we, we never touch each other anymore, but like all these things, right. That you're like clearly unhappy in your relationship with this person. And so she said that the client will come back and like retell the exact same story five or six sessions. And so eventually she, I can't remember the word for it. It's like a reverse psychology technique, but she was like, you know, in relationships like that in your life, like phrase it kind of backwards. So, you know, say to the person, well, so you want a husband who forgets your birthday? Well, no, but, but you're choosing that every day. And I get that we all have different reasons for choosing Mm -hmm. things like, a lot of them are often related to safety or security or stability and financial things and where you live and whatever. But still every day you're waking up and making a choice to live the life that you're living. Right. And so I was like, Oh my God, my mind was blown with that. Get out of my head. (laughs) You know, I'm always in there digging around moving boxes. Well, well, because I was, of course you and I ADHD, I'm going to have the conversation with this person. 10 times 
in my head before I have the conversation with this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna write it out. You're gonna rearrange words. So (laughs) that's what I was doing, and I'm like crazy, just trying to think of how can I explain this to this person because they've never experienced what I am, and they're not gonna enter. When I say energy, it's not gonna mean anything to them, Mm -hmm. and that. I have wrote those exact words, those exact words. And the other thing that I came up with or or that came to me was explaining that I probably love you now and love you more purely Mm -hmm. than I ever have or did before when you thought I was, quote unquote, you know, what you wanted. Right. in in our relationship. But I don't. I loved the feeling of that. <laughs> I loved I loved having that come to me. But again, I'm not sure that it'll that they'll really understand what I'm trying to say. Right. Wow. That's some deep, deep shadow work right there. Mm-hmm. It's radical. Mm-hmm. It's, it's extreme. <laughs> radical shadows. Get your flashlights out, y'all. <laughs> and shining a light on it, a therapist once said, no matter the condition of your relationship, whether you are being abused, whether you're being taken for granted, you are always 50% responsible yes. yeah. for that relationship. And that's hard stuff to hear. Mm-hmm. It truly is. Well, I mean, that's what I've told this person is you make a choice every day. Mm-hmm. You wake up, you get out of bed, and you choose whether to be miserable or happy. Mm-hmm. Happy, happy doesn't just fall in your lap. Happy doesn't happen. You either choose to focus on those things or you don't. So you get to the place that you get to by the choices that you make every day. I was doing some research on Joanna the Healer for our next episode, but she said something that was so profound. She said, you can't get away from yourself no matter how far you run. Mm -hmm. Amen. So there's that. True that. (laughs) All right. I think on that note, that's a closer if I've ever heard one. Right. Exactly. <laughs> now, now that we've depressed, depressed you and brought you down. Well, I think too, like, as we sort of close, I think, you know, just be like listeners at home, just being mind enough. I feel like if you're have stumbled across this podcast, you probably already do that. But every day waking up, it's a choice to either align your vibration to abundance or happiness or security or whatever, or not doing that. And so maybe some of the people in Walmart are aligning their vibration. And maybe some of them are like, well, I gotta wake up my damn kid again. And I gotta take him to Walmart and get all the toilet paper for the weekend. You know, mm-hmm. that's what they sound like in my head too. With their right. energy. Right. So. And it's, it's all perspective because you're going to have the same things happen in the day. Mm-hmm. You're going to experience the same things. Right. It's just how you choose to perceive them and how you talk about them to yourself in your mind. Mm-hmm. whether you use negative words or positive words. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that was a really good episode. Good discussion yes. to have and some good awareness to have of ourselves. So if you're radical, <laughs> let us know what your radical behavior is. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Ciao, ciao. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. 
All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.